Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. When we take a look at the list of the greatest Canadian boxers, certain names are going to pop up. You can expect to see George Dixon there, and you absolutely can expect to see George Shavalo. George Shavalo was described by Muhammad Ali as the toughest guy he ever fought, and that's no exaggeration. He was a man who was never knocked out, nor touched the canvas, and it was said he had the greatest chin in boxing. Born to Croatian immigrants in 1937 in Toronto, Shavalo's family was incredibly tough. His mother plucked chickens in a factory while his father, who only had one good arm, worked skinning cattle at the slaughterhouse. It was said that when he got his mandated two weeks off each year, he would go to work and sit and stare at the two men who replaced him for those two weeks. Shivalo would talk about his mom during an interview following his career. I used to clean this park across the street here. My mother used to work at the... Uh, used to do my poultry packages about a quarter mile away. She would come and recess that with a, with a black apron splattered with chicken guts and blood and stuff. She was a chicken plucker, huh? And she'd run here at, every day at, at 10.30, throw over the fence either a pomegranate or a bag of chips, give me a kiss, a kiss hello, a kiss goodbye, and that would be it, and she'd be uh, gone. That, that went on for my seven years here. I, I don't think she missed too many days, you know? As for Shavalo, he would become the Canadian amateur heavyweight champion at the age of only 18 in 1955, after he defeated Peter Piper in a tournament final in Regina. Over the course of 16 fights in his amateur career, Shavalo would finish with a 16-0-0 record, all by knockout within four rounds. In 1956, with the nickname of Boom Boom, he turned professional and kicked things off by knocking out four opponents in one night to win the heavyweight tournament at Maple Leaf Gardens on April 26, 1956. And he was soon interviewed by CBC about his rising career. Today he's the top contender. His ambitions for himself as a boxer know no limit. Fight experts agree there's a bright ring future for the boy. Charles Templeton finds out what makes George Chivallo fight. All right, George, let me echo Frank's question. What does make Chivallo fight? I don't know. Uh, actually, I think it's a little bit of everything. Uh, it's a dream of being a champion, something like, like that. Uh, sort of. Do you like to fight? Do you like to punch another guy on the jaw? Do you That's like right. this? I actually get a, I actually like to fight, throw a punch, or get punched. I don't actually enjoy getting hit, but just the thrill of combat, uh, the thrill of winning, it just makes you feel just you, something I know I, I want to do. Have you always fought, George, back when you were a, a child on the street with other kids? Did you used to go to work on them at all? Well, I used to fight quite a bit. I guess most kids do. You said, I think, uh, that you like to fight. How do your parents feel about that? Your mother and father are both living. Yes, they are. Uh, well, actually, at first they weren't uh, too impressed by my choice, but uh, they're getting used to it slowly. <laughs> I've heard that your mother, who's a very handsome woman, incidentally, I met her, goes to your fights and sits for three minutes with her face covered while you're fighting and then looks up between rounds. Is that right? That's right. Actually, she'd rather go down to the fights then she knows what's happening. And you can tell by the throw of the crowd and then uh, say rather wait at home than she doesn't know until maybe an hour or so after the fight. On September 15, 1958, only three days after he turned 21, he would claim the Canadian heavyweight title after knocking out James Parker two minutes into the first round. He would lose that title to Bob Clareau in 1960, then regain it from him, then lose it from him. 
His dream was to become the world heavyweight champion, and in 1962 he would reach number two in the world. In 1965 he would get his first chance at being world champion when he fought Ernie Terrell on November 1st. Prior to the fight he spoke about his training during a documentary short film. Chavala would take the fight to the full 15 rounds, and when the bout was over, the media swarmed him, believing he was going to be crowned the world champion. Instead, the referees announced that he had lost the match by decision. Now, there have been many amazing fights in Chavala's career, but he is best known for fighting Muhammad Ali twice, and going the distance in both fights before losing by decision. The first fight was on March 29, 1966 at Maple Leaf Gardens. Prior to the fight, Ali called Shivalo the washerwoman, mocking his opponent who had only signed up to fight Ali 17 days previous. Shivalo got his revenge for the insult by going the full 15 rounds, something no one had ever done to that point with Ali. So let's go back to that fight and see how close Shivalo came to being world champion. Live from Toronto, CBC Radio Sports brings you exclusive Canadian coverage of the heavyweight battle between Cassius Clay and Canada's George Chevallo. This heavyweight fight broadcast is being brought to you by the CBC and its affiliated stations coast to coast. This is Don Chevrier speaking from Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto, where Dick Meadows and I will bring you the color and action in this heavyweight showdown. Clay tries to toy with his man, putting a light left, a darting left in the face of Chevallo, and Chevallo tries to get in between it and puts a right to the body. Clay doing a tattoo on the chin with the left hand, puts another jab on the mouth. The earnest Chivalo keeps moving in and then puts a solid right to the body of Clay. Clay is grimacing and is trying to make a fool of Chivalo. Clay puts two more rights on the chin, another left to the chin thrown by Clay. And Chivalo on the inside bangs two more lifts to the body. A right to the body by Chivalo. Two more rights to the body by Chivalo as he holds Clay against the rope. You think then that Chivalo is giving Clay probably the worst time of his career tonight? 
As we look up at Cassius now, he doesn't look to be too distressed and too great difficulty, but he is giving him his toughest fight as champion. Well, Brown, Don Dunphy. All right, Don Chevrier. There goes Clay to work again, banging it right to the head, following it with a left hook on the jaw, feigning in the left hand. He is giving Shivalo no rest now. He bangs that left hand to the head, and Shivalo goes in and punches the right hand to the body. But a lot of the steam seems to have gone out of Shivalo's punches. Shivalo, however, takes the left hand to the body. You never can tell. You take get that second one, and there it is. A hard left hook to the chin, a right hand to the jaw by Shivalo. Beautiful punches. And a hard left hook to the jaw by Shivalo again. Another left hook to the jaw, and a right hand to the body by Shivalo. And Shivalo scores with another left hook to the jaw. And he has at least got Clay thinking about it. Clay comes back with a flurry of punches to the head. A right to the jaw by Clay. Shivalo comes in, takes a right, a left hook to the chin. Shivalo bangs both hands to the body. Comes three. Three more right hands to the body. And the referee, Jackie Silvers, tells Shivalo to keep his punches up. And now with only a round to go, even though Clay has managed to cut Shivalo, I don't think it's going to force George out on a TKO. As you know, he's hard to cut in the first place. Now that it's gone this long, he'll be around at the finish, and I think we're going to have a full 15 rounder tonight. No question about that. Chevallo is as durable as everybody says he is. It's very well known in Fistiana that that's what he has. His whole card is durability. Uh, Clay is not a knockout puncher. He said this before the fight. He's proving it here. Right hand of the head. He's trying to knock Chevallo out now. Chevallo is desperately trying to score with wild haymakers. He misses the left. Takes the left hook on the jaw. The decision should be forthcoming momentarily from the ring, and the photographers and newsmen have crowded down now to the point where it's very difficult to see anything but the odd head bobbing around inside the ring. George Chevallo with a 15th round, and we will hear more of that round later, gave it all he had, Dick, in the closing three minutes to try to put Clay down. There's no doubt that George knew. Irv Ungerman, who sometimes gets a little carried away with things, must have realized also that Chevallo's only chance to win would be to tag Clay. I suppose he knew that after the 10th. He had to knock him out, Don, in the fifth. He had to knock him out anywhere from the 10th round on to win. Uh, this was his only out. His big thing about was making a great fight of it. This was the thing. The ring is full of people. Looks like a mob scene from the French Revolution or the last time you lined up at a free lunch. Everybody's in there elbowing and posing. Black Muslims, members of Ungerman's Brigade, which includes several chicken pluckers. He's in the poultry business here. It's an elbowing mob scene. Let's get the uh, announcement now from ring announcer Jerry Hepp. Referee Jackie Silver scores Muhammad Ali 73, George Chavallo 65. Judge Tony Canzano scores Muhammad Ali 74, George Chavallo 63. Judge Jackie Johnston scores Muhammad Ali 74. George Cavallo, 62, the winner, Muhammad Ali. It was after that fight, Ali would say that Shivalo was the toughest man he ever fought. Shivalo would say following the fight, when it was over, Ali was the guy who went to the hospital because he was pissing blood. Me, I went dancing with my wife. No question, I got the best of the deal. The two would fight again at Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver on May 1st, 1972. Ali would talk about Shivalo prior to that fight. You know, uh, I have a feeling that uh, you and Shivalo quite like each other. Is that a good thing in uh, the fight game? He's a nice fellow, he's a friendly fellow, and we respect each other. I can't really say we like each other because I don't know him that well. I have nothing against him, he has nothing against me. 
I'm not mad at he, nor is he mad at myself. But uh, I don't hate, I dislike no opponent. It's just a contest. When we're in there, we're doing our best. We might get a little mad as far as uh, he hit me and I have to hit him back. But never nothing like holding something, somebody's enemy. In 1968, he defeated Jean-Claude Roy to reclaim the Canadian heavyweight title, which he would hold on to until 1979. Over the course of his career, Shavala would fight several notable boxers including Floyd Patterson on February 1, 1965 in Madison Square Garden, Joe Frazier on July 19, 1967, also at Madison Square Garden, and George Foreman in New York on August 4, 1970. By the end of his career, he would finish with a record of 72 wins, which included 63 knockouts, 19 losses but never by knockout, and 2 draws. In all, he was the Canadian heavyweight champion for 21 years. Following his boxing career, he would make over a thousand appearances across the continent, speaking to students, young offenders, youth at risk, support groups and more. He also runs the program Fight Against Drugs and encourages youth to respect themselves and make good decisions like staying in school. His work with youth and against drugs comes from the fact that two of his sons died sadly from heroin overdoses while a third killed himself while struggling with the heroin addiction. His work with youth would get him awarded the keys to his hometown of Toronto. The honours for Shavalo are numerous in Canada and beyond. In 1990, he was inducted into the Canadian Sports Hall of Fame. In 1995, he became a member of the Ontario Sports Hall of Fame. And in 1997, he was inducted into the World Boxing Hall of Fame. The Canadian band Our Lady Peace would put a picture of Shivalo on the cover of their 2012 album, Curve. In 1998, he was named to the Order of Canada. In 2005, he was awarded a spot on Canada's Walk of Fame. And in 2019, the George Shivalo Community Centre, a 7,000 square foot facility in Toronto, was opened. A statue of Shivalo is also on display in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Maybe the biggest honour, though, comes from Panzer's original delicatessen in North York, which named a sandwich after him. The six-decade-old restaurant has never named a sandwich after anyone, but Shivalo, a long-time customer, was honoured for his charity work in the area. Information for this piece comes from Wikipedia, the Canadian Encyclopedia, Canada's Walk of Fame, Ontario Heritage Trust, Irish Times, Sun Media, and CBC Archives. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Canadian History X, and if you did, please give a rating and review. You can reach me at CanadianHistoryX, that's EHX, at gmail.com, and you can go to my website at CanadaXEHX.blogspot.ca.